Hello, and welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. I am your host, R.T. Fleming, and it is my mission to help you find your next digital comic book pick from the golden age to now. I have been reading comic books for over 40 years, and have never lost my passion for comic books. Something I try to pass on to old and new readers. It's Sunday, October 8th, 2023, and it's show 136. I have never released a show on a Sunday, but this is a fantastically special show and a fantastically fabulous way to start the week. Jesse Simon, grandson of legendary creator Joe Simon, is bringing a number of classic Simon and Kirby heroes in back in a Kickstarter campaign. Now in the past, I've done shows where we talk about creators, but I don't often get the chance to bring out people that actually knew some of these iconic creators. Outside of talking about the Kickstarter, I could have listened to Jesse talk all day about his grandfather and all the little tidbits like how Comment continues to drop by all the time. And your project itself, wow, you've got to give this a listen. If you're new to the podcast, thanks for checking it out. I'll be continuing to sample the show. Go back and look at past episodes. It's designed for you to do that. Please look at the show notes. Follow the podcast on social media and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. I want the podcast to continue to grow. And as I said, it drew stands to a different way of discovering and reading fantastic comic books. And as the podcast grows, it gives these fantastic kids that you all know I'm so fond of bringing out to the show more exposure and attention. Now, on to the show. I hope you like it. It's a fantastic listen. Welcome back to the podcast today. I am very excited and pleased to welcome a first-time guest. This is Jesse Simon. He's running a Kickstarter campaign for his grandfather, Joe Simon. It's called Shieldmaster Blast of the Past, the Simon and Kirby Heroes. Before we get into that Kickstarter campaign, Jesse, as a first-time guest, I'd like to know your comic book origin, what made you a lifelong fan of comic books. Well, thanks for having me. Um, you know, this Kickstarter, the whole reason why I'm doing it is... Um, you know, this character called Shieldmaster wasn't created by Joe Simon. It was created by my father, Jim Simon. And it was a character that he had the idea of and brought to his father. And his father liked it so much that working with him, they designed the prototype art and what, what he looked like. And now that my grandfather's gone and, and my father's still here and, you know, I have this creation in my hands, I started to think, well, what could I do with it and all these other things? And... My my grandfather had a very long career in comics, and he left behind all these properties, some that he created with, you know, Jack Kirby, who I'm sure everyone knows. And I thought, well, what if I'm able to bring back some of these characters that haven't been seen in years or decades, or even some characters that haven't been developed or used by anybody else since Joe and Jack, you know, created them. And so that's what this campaign really is. You know, I brought back Fighting American, Bullseye, The Fly, Private Strong, Captain 3D, Stuntman. And it's the first time all these characters are crossing over and involves, you know, Shieldmaster and everybody else. But um, regarding your question, being a lifelong comic book fan, you know, as I understand, this is an audio only, so you, so you guys can't see what I look like, but... You know, I'm uh, my lifelong fandom is uh, a little short as I'm only 20. So but, you know, I, I was quite 
literally born into comics um if that makes any sense no that does yeah i I was born you know and and my earliest memories going to my grandfather's apartment is comic books all around the comic artwork um original art laying here and there and then you know watching him draw and captain america coming to life right before my eyes you know these paintings all on the wall with you know captain marvel and the fly and captain america and just everything all around so when he passed away you know it's 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 difficult when anyone passes away that close to you especially i was only eight so you know it was a big part of my life just gone and while i understood that he was gone you know it 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 was still a little difficult but what i realized is as i grew older all this comic art and all these comic books are all a part of him that even though he's gone these things are not and so you know i started collecting you know old comics and 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 his artwork and you know it's uh all this is a part of him so So, who we we know but who is joe simon well you know to to me i know well that's that's a tricky question because it's two different it's a two-part answer because he's to everybody joe simon is you know you know this this pioneer in comics and you know a, a big part of uh a big contributor to what pop culture is today. You know, you you look around now and everywhere you go, you know, there's Captain America here. I'm walking down the street. I see somebody wearing Captain America shirt. It's literally everywhere. So, you know, to to people, you know, he was this trailblazer who, you know, uh, uh, laid the foundation for Marvel. Created romance comics with Jack Kirby. Created romance with Jack. You know, he, he, uh, he created Sick Magazine. You know, he was very important to uh, Harvey Comics as well. You know, Harvey Comics was founded by his friend Alfred Harvey. You know, and he was a, you know, and and Joe, when he settled for Captain America, that was a landmark case. So all the creators have followed, you know, his settlement for Captain America helped every creator after get settlements for their characters. So, you know, and, and, and you know, they don't think of that, but that was very important. And uh, so to, to people, you know, that's who Joe Simon is, you know, and, uh, you know, the creator of Captain America and all these other titles, you know, and, and, and Jack Kirby's longtime collaborator, the guy who hired and mentored Stan Lee, you know, uh, um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, and a lot of big uh, comic book artists, they got their start with, with Joe. I mean, Neil Adams got his start with Joe Simon, Jim Stranko got his start with Joe Simon, Steve Ditko, some of his very early work was with, with Joe Simon. I mean, it's uh, uh, Carmen Infantino started with Joe Simon. Frank Giacoy started with Joe Simon. It's, uh, you, you know, it's like, where does the list end? But um, to me, he was just my grandfather. You know, he he, he was this guy that was larger than life. A real funny guy. Uh, not an easy guy. But, you know, that's part of his personality. And uh, he was just, you know, somebody I enjoyed seeing. And, and we, you know, shared our memories. And... Um, yeah, he just, he just, uh, he was my grandfather. So tell the fans what's in this Kickstarter and why are you doing it exactly now? Well, you know, this Kickstarter is, it's a comic, right? And yes. um, I have an introduction in the comic by Alan Moore, who I'm sure everyone listening, if you're a fan of comics, uh, you know the name Alan Moore. You know, the Batman, the Killing Joke, Leo of Extraordinary Gentleman. Swamp Thing, um, you know, like the list goes on and on and on. Um, so I have a great introduction by Alan, which I'm very happy to have. And inside you get a great story, great artwork, 
And it's just, you know, it it's a little bit of the old school style in terms of storytelling. It's a little simpler. It's a it's just a lot of fun. It's not as serious, but there are elements to it that are thought provoking, right? And there is the crossover between all the superheroes, which has never been done before with these characters. I mean, it's literally the first time. And uh, Joe and Jack themselves appear in the comic. And uh, so, you know, if you're a fan of those guys, which I think most people are, you'll get a kick out of that. But, you know, I wrote it from a perspective of, you know, I wrote it. I thought of the story. I created it. You know, the artwork, I laid it out and I inked it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm like a, a director with multiple parts. But, you know, I wrote it also from a fan's point of view. What would I like to see with these characters who haven't been seen in, in, in so long? And um, from the fan reaction and, and who, you know, with the brief synopsis, synopsis and, and the people I have told the intricate story to, you know, it, it's been very well received. So uh, I hope everyone enjoys it. I'm curious, how did you manage to score Alan Moore to do an introduction? Yeah, um, Alan is... And a, why would you pick him? You know, I've always known the name Alan Moore. And 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 there's always... I believe that there are people whose names that you've always known. When I was just starting to learn about comic books, well, I don't know if... I, you know, I, I wouldn't say I ever started to learn about comics, right? Because it was always around me. Comics like, was in your blood. I mean, let's yeah, be real. You know, I never learned about Carmine Infantino or Jerry Robinson. To me, it was just Jerry and Carmine. Right. I used to see them around my grandfather's apartment and see them at the shows. And to me, you know, it, it wasn't to me like, oh, my, you know, comic fans today, you know, you, you get down on your knees and you worship those guys. Yeah. To me, it's just Jerry and Carmine. That, for you, yeah, it's like, oh, it's just another person yeah. that you know. You know, I, I used to run right by Carmine when he was in the apartment. And, uh, you know, I didn't really pay attention much to him. It was like kind of like whatever, you know, he's here again. But, um, you know, but there's certain names that I believe, at least to me, that I just always heard and knew of. Jim Shooter was one of those names. Alan Moore was one of those names. Um, it was just a name that you knew. And, you know, I had, um, I just really liked some of Alan Moore's work. I, I remember years ago, I was in, um, uh, I went to visit Taiwan and I was in a bookstore in the subway station, real nice. You know, if you're from New York and you hear subway, you think, you know, a little ghetto, whatever, you know, at least that's what I think of, you know, I'm New Yorker. Um, but it was real nice there. And they had a bookshop and in it, they had a bunch of comic books. So I always like to see what they have, you know, especially see if they have any of my grandfather's stuff. And, you know, they had this Batman, the killing joke. And I, and I was much younger. I was, I'd probably say I was about 14. And I just, I really wanted it because I've always heard of it. And the art looks so great. And I always knew that name, Alan Moore. I always heard that it was a great story. And so I, I bought it and I went home and I read it. And I tell you the truth, I don't remember the intricate details, but all I remember is thinking how great of a story that was. And I just remember being blown away by it. And what happened was when it came to this project, I wanted to do a, you know, one day I was just thinking, what, it was one night. It's around maybe 8 p.m. I was just thinking, I would love to do my version of Superman versus Muhammad Ali. I always loved the concept of, of Easter eggs and to have all the celebrities and comic creators and everybody in the crowd. And I looked at the Superman versus Muhammad Ali book 
And, you know, I, I am of a, a of a younger generation. I, you know, and and certain celebrities still stood out, Frank Sinatra and, and Andy Warhol and Cher and, you know, uh, President Carter, among others. You know, they really stood out. But there were some characters that I just I really couldn't recognize. And I said, how great would it be to do my version? And I said, well, I really want a great artist to do it. Like, really fantastic. Can't go to my grandfather. He's no longer here. I said, well, and I was at a comic show. And I was watching, because I used to watch my grandfather draw a lot. And I was standing by Joe Rubenstein's table. And he was doing a piece of art with brush. And my grandfather used to use brush a lot. And the way I saw him hold the brush, twirl the brush, and his control over it, it was like, you know, it, you know, it, it, I had like deja vu with watching my grandfather. And I looked at his work and I looked at his work and I saw that he was able to do real life figures, uh, you know, like ca- capture people's likeness. And that's something my, you know, not, not to keep going back to my grandfather, but that was something a lot of people don't know that he was very good at. He actually started doing um, art that way um, in the newspapers. But I said, this is the guy. And turns out he actually worked on the original Superman vs. Muhammad Ali. He was one of Neil's assistants. So I talked to Joe about it, Rubenstein, and you know I I laid it out. He was willing to do it. You know, we, you know I, I give him uh, so much credit. You know, it was amazing. And the cover is amazing. I, I've got it pulled out of my screen. Yeah, it's just incredible. And I wanted to update it with um, celebrities, superheroes, and. Um, combo cat uh combo creators and i thought well instead of having because the original one has superman and and all these dc characters so i said oh, you know I, I don't own superman and batman i'm you know and i'm not going to ask them for permission and i said you know and I, and I don't really feel like asking marvel permission for cap and all those other titles so i said but my family owns a bunch of titles so i said well why don't i put in the simon or simon and kirby characters in replacement for the superheroes and then I said, well, celebrities, I said, let me modernize them. I said, I don't want any celebrities that are no longer with us, right? Otherwise, you know, it, it just, to, to me, that was a limit, a line in the sand that I drew. And so I updated all the figures. And then I said, I want a certain area of the cover when I was looking at the original Superman versus Muhammad Ali. And to me, there was a certain distinct area in the back cover that stood out more than any other. And I said, well, my main focus, I love the celebrities, don't get me wrong, but my main focus is the combo creators. So I designated all the combo creators to appear together in that area for the most part. And if you look at it, it's all strategically planned. Simon and Kirby are right next to each other. Roz Kirby is next to Jack Kirby. Harriet Simon is next to Joe Simon. Frank Miller, who was inspired by Simon and Kirby, is right above them. Larry Lieber and Stan Lee are next to each other with Roy Thomas being in the middle. Because Roy was, you know, uh, was very close to Stan as well. But, you know, the two brothers and the guy in the middle. You have Will Eisner, who Frank Miller was also inspired by, right next to Will. And, you know, you have Carmine near Joe, because Carmine and Joe were very close. And you have Neil Adams and Alan Moore. And you have the uh, John Romita Jr. and John Romita Sr. next to each other. You have the three Cuberts, Joe, Adam, and Andy with Adam and Andy um, next to, you know, besides Joe Hubert, Joe being in the middle. So it's all strategically laid out. And I was going around contacting, you know, uh, all these guys, you know, and, and, and Rob Liefeld's on the cover and Todd McFarlane and Jim Lee, and they, they're, you know, all next to each other because they're the image guys. 
And so it was all, I was at the point where I was getting my list together of who I want to get and, you know, getting my permission. And one of those names that I always remembered was Alan Moore. And so, you know, this is all going back to, you know, everything's tied in. And I found a way to reach out to Alan, which, you know, Alan is not. It seemed to be kind of hard to do, really. It's not kind of hard. It's, it's, um, you know, I I always heard that, you know, he's not on the internet, this and that, he's hard to reach. You know, I said, look, I said, what do I have to lose? So I contacted him and he was very happy and he was uh, very much willing to be on my cover. And I really appreciate it. And and he was a great fan of my grandfather. And when it came time that I got permission to use the Simon and Kirby characters inside the book, I contacted Alan once more. And I said, would you be interested in possibly writing the story? And Alan explained that he stepped away from comics and he's no longer doing comics. But if if I wanted to, he would write an introduction or give me a quote. And I said, say no more. You know, that's very nice of you. And that's the introduction inside. So, you know, I I, I believe Alan has a very, he, he has an admiration for Joe and Jack, right? And he also, he told me that he really liked my story, right? He said it was both a good and necessary story. And, you know, with those things, he just decided that he, he would like to be involved. And uh, I'm very happy for it. I'm not complaining. I'll tell you that much. I would not either. What are some of the um, rewards on the tiers for the Kickstarter? So you have the Joe Rubenstein cover, which is the Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Oh, that's an amazing cover. Inspiration. And, um, you know, you you can spend hours looking at all the people. You know, it's just, you know, you you got everybody on there. You got Mick Jagger to Sylvester Stallone to Harrison Ford. And if you notice, I put Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones pretty close to each other because of The Fugitive, one of my favorite movies ever. Um, you know, you have Clint Eastwood and then you have all the combo creators, you know, you, and then, but then you also have more modern celebrities like Kendall Jenner and, and Taylor Swift, you know, and then you have people like Mark Cuban and Mila Kunis, right. And you got Leonardo DiCaprio, you got Mike Tyson, you got Brad Pitt, George Clooney, you got everybody. And so you have that cover. And when I was able to bring back all these characters, you know, I said, you know, it's a shame that my grandfather's not here anymore. I, I really would have gotten a kick out of what he would have done with all these characters crossing over because they never they never have crossover before. And I was thinking one day, you know, I said, you know, it's it's just it's just really a shame. And I remembered he did this painting that I would look at when I was a kid. And I always admired the art on the walls. I don't know if uh I I, I believe all all my cousins really you know, we, we all admired him because he was really unique. If, if you talk to somebody that knew him, they would, all their stories would line up about how great and unique he was. I mean, it's just, indes- it's almost indescribable. You really had to know him to, to be able to realize. And, but regarding the art on the walls, I always would stare at it. And there was this painting he had above his TV that if you sat at his drawing board, it was, you'd look at it. And it was all the superheroes kind of running around a studio, an art studio. And it always reminded me of, you know, when I got older, um, the Simon and Kirby studio, except without Joe and Jack and Mort Maskey and all those other guys, but with the superheroes all drawn. I said, you know, how great is that? And then I remembered it had all the characters that I'm putting in this comic, as well as Shieldmaster. 
I said, wait a minute. He did do a piece with all these characters crossing over with Shield Master. So I said, I'm going to take that painting that's never been seen before by the public. And I said, I'm going to make it a variant cover. And that's been, you know, very uh, well received. I mean, fans are, you know, it, it's, the, you know, Joe produced so much art, you know, in his lifetime. But to also get another piece that was never before seen and is a detailed painting is really fantastic. And it's a wraparound cover, too. And the third cover was by Tom Morgan, which, you know, if you know the Bronze Age, Tom did work on Iron Man and Captain America, some other titles. And I've been a great fan of Tom's work for a long time. I approached Tom. I said, this is my idea. This is the story. I said, I'd like a wraparound cover. And I kind of, you know, th there are times that I will be very, um, you know, I have a very strong hand in the creative aspect of a cover or or any type of art. And sometimes I'm kind of, you know, uh, as I say, laissez-faire, where I'm hands-off. And with Tom, I just I just gave him my plot. I said, this is what I like to see. And he produced a sketch. I said, you know, great, you know, run with it. And that's exactly what he did. And, you know, there's President JFK as he is inside the comic as well. He's on the cover. You know, it's, it's nonstop action of all these heroes. And uh, it's quickly become a fan favorite. So, you know, it, it was really three knockout covers. So you could get those on the Kickstarter. Um, you have options to get them signed as well. You know, Joe Rubenstein signatures, Tom Morgan signatures. And uh, Tom, I don't believe he really does shows these days. So that's pretty rare. Um, you get it signed by my father as well as myself. And you even have a, a reward to reward option where you could be inside the comic, right? So you can make a little cameo as yourself. You'll be drawn in um, in one of the panels because uh, in the story, they go to a Comic-Con. So you can actually be within the story itself and see yourself. So, you know, it's a lot of fun options. We even have the Joe Rubenstein cover and homage to the Superman vs. Muhammad Ali in magazine format, right? With that large size. So, you know, that, that's been pretty popular with fans, too. Do you think your, your grandfather still gets his fair share of recognition today among fans? I know it's kind of hard because there's, it's so many years, but he's such an well, iconic contributor to the industry. Well, I, I think, you know, everyone remembers him for being, you know, for his, for his contribution, which is Captain America, to the world, which without without a doubt is the biggest thing that he's a part of um but he also did so much more than that and not only with cap's creation but i mean that he, you know the, the, some people think that he was just the business side of simon and kirby or he did the business in the writing people don't realize you know joe did the writing he he did some penciling he did some inking you know, he, he he truly, you know, if you look at, and this is what I say, it's very simple. You know, th there's no way to tell just exactly what line Jack drew, what line Joe drew, what line Jack inked. There's no way, you know, I don't, I don't care who you are. Joe and Jack themselves couldn't tell you exactly which line they did. Now, are there pieces out there that are all Jack and no Joe? For sure. Are there pieces out there? And, and signed Simon and Kirby. Are there pieces out there signed, uh, signed Simon and Kirby and are all Joe without a touch of Jack? For sure. But the, the issue is that when people dismiss Joe of his contribution, I think is a little irritating to somebody who knew him personally 
And more importantly, saw that he had the talent to make the stuff come alive. You know, and I only got to see him in his later years when he was doing recreations as well as, you know, a custom art. And if you look at the stuff, it, it, it is very Simon and Kirby like. It is. Um, but somebody like my father who would stand behind Joe when Joe was drawing and when Joe would pitch him ideas and show him new stuff. And, you know, think about, you know, my, my father would sit in the studio with Joe and Jack as they smoked their cigars and as they drew bullseye and, and, and fighting American or saw these hair, you know, the flying and all these heroes come to life. And he was there. He saw it. So for somebody that knew the talent of both these guys, you know, it, it is Joe often does get the short end of the stick compared to what he actually did do. And, you know, and, and you know, it, it, it bothers me to an extent. Just because, uh, you know, he it is personal to me because he, he is somebody that. You know, I, you know, he, he's somebody more to me than, than somebody that I like. Right. He, he, exactly. he related to me. Right. But also, you know, it, it's just a little tough to hear sometimes. And I know, you know, some people say, you know, what's the big deal? He's not here now. You know, he's not, he's not going to be insulted or whatever, but I tell you when he was, but when he was still alive, you know, you know, I wasn't here for this, but I, I heard at a Comic-Con, some fan asked him, how come, you know, how come you didn't really draw? You know, you were mainly just doing the business. And and Joe got really upset, which, you know, he he would try not to show most times. And he said, you know, I drew more than anybody will ever know. But he just doesn't get the credit for it. So, you know, it has gotten better over the years. And I do appreciate the fans that do give him his credit. You know, it's uh, both guys were very talented and, and both guys should be remembered uh, for their work. So that's why, you know, if anything is Simon and Kirby, I put it as, you know, by Simon and Kirby, because it would not be that way without Jack and it would not be that way without Joe. That's but that's the way I see it. So what's next? Are you going to be doing another Kickstarter campaign in the future? Or what's 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 down the horizon? Um, to tell you the truth, I don't really know. Um, I w- listen, I, I love wor- working with these characters. Uh, I tell you, I will not put out another story with these characters if I do not have a story of which I'm passionate about enough, right? So if I get the rights to use these characters again, if it's kind of, you know, if I if I can't think up a story and I, I don't have one that I'm really passionate about, I'm not going to just put together a product and say, here, you know, take it. Um, so I tell you the truth, I really don't know. We'll see what happens of it. I have some ideas of what I would like to do with it. Some of it involves other creators. Um, I'd like to speak to them about it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll really see what happens. We'll see if this is well-received enough. So far, it has been. And um, what the future holds. You know, you got to f- follow the Shillmaster uh, Facebook page, and you'll see updates. There will be links to all that stuff right into the podcast uh, notes. Jesse, I am so impressed with this whole taping today. This is an amazing taping. I really appreciate you making the time. We could go on forever and ever. I am so enthralled right now. I could just sit here and listen to you talk about your grandfather, but this is a short form podcast. So you get the final words. Any closing thoughts today? Um, You know, I just, I really appreciate the support. You know, it, it's it's really nice to... While Joe, I'll put it to you this way. It, it, it's a little hard to explain, but 
while myself and I'd say the family feels that Joe doesn't quite get the recognition he deserves these days, it is really nice to see when he does get recognition, right? And so I really appreciate that. And all these characters, you know, a lot of them haven't been seen. The last time Fighting American was seen was 2017, right? And that character is the most recently seen character. The Fly, Private Strong have been seen in decades. Bullseye, Captain 3D, and all these other titles have been seen since the 50s, right? So I was a little, you know, I truly cared about these characters. I didn't know if other people did. And since doing this project, you know, I found out a lot of people still do care. And that's really rewarding to see. So I appreciate all the support, you know, and all the people, you know, keeping his memory alive. And uh, I just hope everyone enjoys this story. And, you know, a, a, to me, a good story is one that satisfies you. So I hope everyone's satisfied when they read this comic, like the artwork. And um, it'll want, you know, they'll want some more. And we'll see if I can give them some more. Let's see. Jesse Simon, Shieldmaster, Kickstarter campaign. Thank you so much for making the time to come on the podcast. This is honestly one of my favorite podcasts I've done in a while. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you at fantasticcomicfan at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.